Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. Now it's time for our monthly catch-up with the wonderful Craig Callahan. Now, Craig, you are NHS optometrist and information and research officer for RNIB Scotland. How are you doing this week? I am, Joe. Good morning. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. I'm very good. Um, a little disappointed that, you know, we're coming to the end of the summer, I have to say, but uh, still hanging on to my sandals. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we've got lots to talk about today, Craig, because um, we're talking about refractive error. Now, uh, and the important of going to visit your your local high street optometrist to to get your eyes checked now for anybody who doesn't know what refractive error is can you explain yes well refractive error is basically when people are either long-sighted short-sighted or have astigmatism Um, and of the two million people in the uk that have sight loss uh, 39 percent of them have simple refractive error so we're talking about 39 percent of people that have sight loss in the UK could simply just go along to their optometrist and have that corrected with either spectacles um, and help them to to have uh, sight again. Well, this is the thing, Craig. I mean, it sounds so easy. I think, you know, for many of us, life gets in the way. You know, you're busy at work or you've got kids or you've got family or, you know, you're trying to run your home. And uh, it's one of the things that a lot of people with their sight do tend to kind of push to the back of the priority list. And it shouldn't be because it is something that would help them live, you know, a much better life. No, you're spot on. I mean, the number of people that come into my clinics and... I try and use a prompt question at the beginning of my clinic just to kind of set the tone and set the scene. And I say, when is the last time that you attended your own high street optician for a routine checkup? And the number of people that will say three years, five years, you often get people saying never. And I kind of look incredulous. I say, you know, even as a young child, you didn't go and get your eyes tested. And they'll say, no, I never did. Um... So when they come to me uh, at a diabetic retinal screening clinic, it's a, it's a great opportunity for me to remind people that they should be going to have a routine eye test with their own high street optician. Um, the brilliant thing up here in Scotland is that all citizens are entitled to a free eye test at the point of use. Um, it is also available to all people of the UK. If you happen to be in Scotland, you can get that free eye test. But many people in England, Northern Ireland and Wales are entitled to free eye tests as well. Um, For example, the under 16s, the over 60s, those with uh, diagnosed with diabetes or glaucoma. So there's a whole uh, large section of the population that should be taking advantage of this entitlement. Why do you think that people are so kind of, I wouldn't say lazy, but there is a slight apathy about mm. going to get your eyes tested. Do you think that people tend to just go as they do to the doctor when they've got a problem? Well, as you pointed out, we're very busy in our in our modern busy lives. Um, we just let these things go to the back burner. And um, I think that it is important any time that I see these kind of polls of the five senses that people would rather not lose um, eyesight is, is number one. People would rather not lose them. Um, and yet we do have a lot of people that just don't go for eye tests. And there's other things too. People sometimes get the kind of white coat syndrome. They're afraid of what people will find or what they will tell or what they will diagnose. Uh, the important thing to remember is that if there is anything else that is diagnosed, for example, 
um, high blood pressure or diabetes, the earlier that these things are found, the better the prognosis. Well, this is the thing, Craig. There's so much that can be seen through the eyes. I mean, they do say the eyes are the window to your soul, mm-hmm. but they can be the window to your body as well and, and your general state of health. And there's so much that can be picked up just from a simple eye test. I know people that have had uh, minor strokes picked up from simple eye tests yes. and, and it's mm-hmm. meant that they've been on blood pressure medication that has helped hopefully to hold back or prevent uh, a future stroke. Yes, um all these things, they, in addition to just finding out whether someone has short sight or long sight, all these other aspects to the health of the body, they can be determined from a simple eye test. And the other thing to bear in mind is some of the barriers to getting an eye test. Some people find that they're going to be sold or flogged a pair of glasses. It's important to remember that when you go for a primary eye exam with your high street optician, that you're in control, you're able to have that eye exam, you're then entitled to have the prescription for the spectacles and keep that prescription for two years. The optometrist is not entitled to keep or withhold that from you. And it's your choice to then take that prescription and go elsewhere and buy glasses elsewhere or just simply delay the decision to buy glasses because you've got two years before it expires. And if you are on receipt of any benefits, then the voucher that is generated at the time of the eye test, you're entitled to take that voucher and take it elsewhere as well as the the prescription. So people shouldn't be seeing this as a barrier. They should be seeing it as an opportunity to go in and have the eye test. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. I mean, could people be put off by the expense of glasses? Because glasses are very expensive to buy. Um, Is there any situation, I know you were talking about people that are in benefits, are they entitled to free glasses? What happens is, you, depending on your circumstances and, and a little bit depending on the prescription that you have, because if you have a very complex prescription, then the value of the voucher does increase. What happens is, um, with the, the voucher system, you're given a certain amount of monies, and then that monies can be put towards the cost of glasses. Now, if the optometrist happens to have glasses in their practice that then meets the the value of the voucher, then you effectively get the free glasses. If you are in that practice and you discover that the optometrist does not have glasses that are covered by the voucher, then that's the beauty of the voucher system and the prescription. You're able to take it with you and shop around until you find a pair of glasses that are within your budget. Do you think that the vanity holds people back sometimes? Because, you know, some people just do not like the idea of wearing glasses. Yes. I I mean, I was in that category when I first got my glasses. I was a a teenager. I was in uh, second year at secondary school, about 14 or so, and uh, very self-conscious about getting glasses. I remember when I put them on my face for the first time, they felt huge. Um, But then I eventually got used to them. But then I remember being 17 and thinking, well, you know, I wasn't born with a pair of glasses on my face. I wanted to try and uh, make myself more attractive to the opposite sex. So I ventured into contact lenses, um, but it didn't work for me. Um, uh, So, uh, yeah, contact lenses uh, uh, is another option if people are self-conscious about wearing glasses. About laser eye surgery, would you recommend laser eye surgery? Because I know a lot of people are kind of going down that route nowadays because they don't want to wear glasses. Is it effective or can it be quite dangerous? 
Well, with any medical procedure, which laser surgery, laser eye surgery, or corrective laser eye surgery, to, to be more specific, um, there is a risk of complication, uh, but it's relatively low. And usually if something doesn't go uh, 100% according to plan, they can usually do what's called a top-up uh, procedure afterwards to try and uh, refine the, the technique for that individual person. But with any procedure, there's going to be an inherent risk. Um, laser surgery is another option, but there's one thing to also uh, consider is most laser eye surgery corrects for one particular distance. So if you happen to be of a certain age, say just over 45, 50 and up, um, you usually need two pairs of glasses, one for distance and one for up close. Just bear in mind, and if you make the decision to, to go for laser surgery at that age, discuss with the surgeon and make sure that the correct distance is being corrected for, whether it's making your far away uh, vision uh, better or for up close reading better. Now, going back to the expense, I mean, we are very lucky here in Scotland that, that we do have free eye tests. Um, and you were saying that certain people in England, Wales, Northern Ireland that are entitled to their free eye tests as well. How much is an average eye test roughly in England? I mean, could the expense of it be putting people off down there? It's possible. Um, the last time that I checked, it, it depends. Some practices will charge, on average, about 17 to £25 for an eye exam. Um, some practices will offer it very cheap, maybe 5 or £10, or sometimes even free. And, and that's basically a marketing strategy where they're saying, OK, we'll take a, a loss on the actual eye test, um, but we think that you will like our product so much that you will buy the, the actual spectacles. So some practices give away free eye exams. Um, some will charge, like I said, between, say, 17 and 25 pounds. And some practices are a little bit more proactive. They will offer extra services above and beyond what is normally required in the NHS eye test. And they will charge a bit more of a premium for that. And even some practices will offer uh, more like um, a, a health scheme, if you will, where the, the person or the patient will pay a monthly fee and they will get their free eye exam and free glasses for uh, every say every year or every two years depending on the scheme but the person will have to pay a certain fee on a monthly direct debit scheme so there's different marketing strategies uh, down south but it's it's not a life-changing amount of money i mean it's well worth the you know maybe 20 quid just to to you know have peace of mind well the, the way that i used to think of it is that how often in a year do you go or any person go to say a hairdresser's for a haircut and how much do you pay each time for that haircut? And then you weigh that against going, say, once every one year or once every two years for an eye test. How much does that eye test cost you in terms of the eye exam without buying the glasses? Um, and that eye test could save your sight and potentially save your life. So compare the two, the cost of an eye test over two years versus the cost of how many times you'll go for a haircut over two years. It puts it into perspective. It really, really does. And uh, yeah, I won't even begin to tell you how much money <laughs> that's cost. So it is very much worth it. And uh, just finally, you would recommend that you go every two years? At least every two years. People with certain conditions, like for example with diabetes or glaucoma, should be going every year. And even children should be going may maybe, say, every six months. Certainly children that are in the age 
age range of say six to 12 at that critical stage in their education, um, yes, definitely. Fantastic. Craig, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you. Thank, Thank you, you so much for joining us here on RNIB Connect Radio and I look forward to speaking to you again next month. Thank you very much. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.